Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz, This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. On with Mario Lopez. What up, it's Mario Lopez. Joining me now in studio, an Emmy-winning actor from Scandal and 24 Legacy, Dan Bugatinsky. How are you, Dan? I'm good, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time to come by, man. So, let's talk about your character on The New 24. Andy, he is a CTU analyst. Yes. Basically, the new Chloe. Is that fair to say? Yeah, more or less. I sort of occupy a little bit. There's a few of us now. Uh, myself and an actress named Coral Pena, who plays sort of my younger. She just got a job there right out of college. And mm-hmm. really, the character really kind of gets under my skin. It's like I've been here for a long time. And she's now sitting right next to me and is only 23 years old. So she bugs the heck. But but uh, right. yeah, I'm doing a little bit of walking the walk and talking the talk of Chloe. A lot of jargon, a lot of downloading of schematics onto people's PDAs and phones. Which right. is more realistic now than the original series, I think. Yeah, I think at the time it felt really, well, l- l- that was part of the challenge of coming back and, and sort of pushing the technological yeah. uh, uh, envelope to see what's the new exciting way in which we can use technology and surveillance right. that feels forward, you know, and uh, it's exciting. I mean, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I love technology and I love the sound of a keyboard clicking, which I do the whole time. I do all my own stunts. I nice. Do you actually type anything or do you just hit the keyboard? I, get, I, I type. So I'm always typing on that keyboard and they're like, Dan, we can't hear any of your dialogue because you're, <laughs> you're a loud typer. I'm always clicking. Can you please mime it? I'm like, sorry. I mean, every time. But um, I know aggressive typers. 
Yeah. I, 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 like, if I get in front of a keyboard, I'm like, click, 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 and a headset. I mean, it's perfect. I feel like I'm a travel agent. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm always fascinated by this concept because you, you really got to like the outfit you wear. Oh, my right? God. And you got to keep the, the hair. The, you got okay. whatever style you pick, that you got to be consistent Absolutely with. Absolutely right? right. Except that, two things. Did not like my outfit and had to wear it the entire season. <laughs> I know. Why didn't you? Why didn't you say something at the beginning? I would have been so particular. I, 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 listen, there were some choices, and I was like, I definitely like this one. Right. And you know, they picked a different one. For oh. And uh, and I was like, wow, I'm stuck with this one the whole time. And you wouldn't believe how many emails I sent to my producer saying, like, I think Andy should spill coffee in this episode. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Don't you think? Like a quick trip to to Ross Dress for Last right. or Marshalls for a quick, and that didn't happen. Although this past uh, week, uh, I. Gave pretty badly um has that aired already yes this past week i got pretty badly uh wounded well that's the thing you're not just behind a computer no. you're getting stabbed firing guns and it's pretty physical right <laughs> yes i never imagined that my character would wind up in that situation i thought i was going to be like chloe was and whispering really like softly right right into my headset going all right he's going inside the train station he's on the right he's right behind you like that is perfect yeah. and then suddenly <laughs> suddenly around episode seven i was like in the garage back in the car with you know on my laptop inside this truck and then picking up a gun and suddenly i was a badass which was totally fun um so it really the character really wound up going in a lot of different directions which i had not expected when i got the part and very exciting yeah for me actor, that's great totally for a total geek and a nerd and his computer guy to yeah. be to wind up trying to save the world i wind up with a knife in my leg but but i i, I wind up <laughs> saving some lives while doing it so. and what i think is cool is aside from being an actor you you like to uh to mix it up in in and there are no rules you you act you produce you're a writer which uh I think it's great to be well, so diverse and be able to do all that. It is. It, I, I love being able to do that. I've been producing with Lisa Kudrow for about 14 years now. We produce Who Do You Think You Are, the Ancestry love Genealogy that. Show. Yes. And, uh, and I've been a writer. I've done that, by the way. Not your show, but I've right. done the genealogy. Don't no, do no. too much, because then we can't take you on a journey. For yeah, a I know. I'm much. still waiting for a journey, because uh, it was sort of like, when I did it, they were kind of... They weren't as as it could be this. It's I think it's this. But did you do a, a did you do it on camera? No, no. Oh, I just okay. took my wife and I just oh. kind of wanted to do it just just sort of fun. Kind of got inspired look, by the show. Did you look down both uh, both legs right. of both? I mean, don't, we did. If you the more you know, the harder it is for us because we're trying to find a narrative in your past that we can take you on. But we'll talk about that. Yeah, but, that's okay. Well, I'm an actor. I find, <laughs> no, no, this all the, no, this time we got to catch you. Okay, exactly yeah, yeah, you yours are. was sort of basic. It just sort of gave you names and wh yeah, where they was came very, from. But it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like very Our, specific. It was the basic arithmetic. Version. It wasn't a story right, yeah. like you guys. No, 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 no we it wasn't really, as intense. We look for a character in your past. And, and we've had a very exciting season with Courtney Cox and... Um, and um, Julie Bowen and um, I wonder who's coming up this That's cool. week. This past uh, we, uh, we have Liv Tyler's coming up and John Stamos is coming up this season and Noah Wiley. It's gonna it's a great season and we'll talk about your genealogy. Just stop digging. <laughs> okay, no, I will throw my hand. I, I love history. Yeah, and then who doesn't love learning about their, their so do family? we? And it's so, it's great because Lisa and I are both actors and both writers and getting the chance to sort of explore different kinds of shows, different kinds of storytelling is great for someone who you know for both of us who'd like to do multiple things. But at the end of the day, really, it's about trying to get, you know, keep, keep a job and keep food on the table. And I have two kids. So a lot of people are like, why do you have so many jobs? I'm like, because I'm trying to cobble together a living. You <laughs> so you, you wind up writing, producing, acting, but it's a lot of fun. That's it's a awesome. Lot of fun. So speaking of kids, how old are they? My daughter just turned 12. Okay. Going on 20. And <laughs> my son is nine and a half. 
Okay. And, you know, we're two dads, two gay dads, and, and my son's playing baseball now, and I was terrible at baseball. <laughs> I mean, the, my favorite day, my favorite day in baseball was when I got to wear the uniform, and I, uh, the ball landed in my mitt, and of course, very quickly fell out of the mitt, um, and I broke my finger. Oh. So I literally got to sit on the bench the entire season in uniform with my finger like this, <laughs> flipping the bird to everybody in the in the park. And I didn't have to play again, which was good news, well, but, which worked, worked out, which worked out. But my son is actually quite good. And I'm finding myself turning into one of those dads. I'm like, come on, connect with the ball. I'm saying all this crap that used to torture me. And I'm saying it to my <laughs> poor great. kid. Do you... I, are you concerned if they want to get into this business? Are you, would you be supportive or try to discourage them knowing how difficult it is? That's a really good question. Um, it, you know, if it was a passion of theirs and I felt like they, you, you know, you know, when you're dealing with a kid or a, a, even an adult who has the thing, whatever right. it is, the itch, the scratch, the, I think I would encourage them to explore it yeah. in a way that would at least keep them in school. Because right. I know I did. I, I went through college and I knew I wanted to do it and I almost quit school at one point and I kept going. I think I would, I would encourage that. The good news is they do not in any way, shape or form want to be a part of it. They're oh, well, that's cool. The least impressed. The only, the only moment that where either of my kids were ever impressed was when my son saw a picture of me holding the gun, nah. which was like two weeks ago on 24. Right. And meanwhile, my character's like shaking. <laughs> I'd never held a gun before. It's so like, it's as badass as I get, but it's not quite, it's not quite as cool as I wish it were, you know? Um, that's great, man. But yeah, I don't, I don't think either one of them want to go into show business. Right on. Uh, you wrote a book too. That's so cool. That does this baby make me look straight? Yes. And, <laughs> Funny <and> title. <laughs> apparently so. not. It doesn't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I wrote a book that was sort of chronicling my journey with my husband into adoption and how we became parents and and a lot of it has to just do with the experience, uh, first person account of the experience of the surprises of parenthood that I did, that I just didn't expect. Mm -hmm. And it's very universal. I mean, it really isn't with the exception of the manner with which we wound up having a kid, which many straight couples have and single parents have. It's the sort of the adoption journey. A lot of it is just the everyday stuff of dealing with your kid. And um, the journey itself is pretty difficult and complicated though, right? It is. And so, I mean, I would never, I would never venture to tell a woman who's carried a child for nine months that that's not difficult and challenging in its own way. No, of course. But, but I think in a good way, the universe has made it challenging to become a family. And I think that's a good thing because you have to really want it and you have to do it right. And we really worked hard at it and had a couple of false alarms. Um, but it was, it was, it was challenging. We had a birth mom from um, Wisconsin who we nurtured during her pregnancy. And it was a decision we all made together to, to be the parents of our kids. And both of our kids are full siblings. Um, the book was something that I then was able to do as an audio book, which was really fun because yeah. some of the pieces in the book had been performance pieces I had done in stand up and it became a larger sort of comedic book. You did stand up as well? I did it. I like sort your of style, dude. A lot of Renaissance Not in the traditional sense of stand up, but I did sort of that spoken story kind of okay. uh, uncabaret kind of stories. Yeah. And five or six of the pieces in the book had been performed. And, um, so it's a very funny account. Really, I was trying to write a book that would be like, I wish this book had been around when we were trying to become 
parents. Right. And so I think being motivated by like what's not out there that you wish was out there is sometimes a good way to approach writing Providing a, book. a service. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm, I'm still, uh, I still talk about the book and hope people enjoy it and I hope that it's helpful to us. Dan Savage wrote a book with his partner called the kid and it was a huge help to us. So I'm hoping mine is as well. Nice compliment right there. Nice. Here's a fun little fact. You went to high school with the real housewife of OC, Heather Dubrow. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. What, uh, what high school is that? Horace Greeley High School in Chappaqua, New York. A, a, a lot of people who wound up in show business. So Vanessa Williams and I were in shows together. Oh. Um, and uh, Heather Dubrow was a little younger than I. She always wants me to say that. Always, always. <laughs> if we ever mention I am, so, I have been compelled by a court order. Did you to, know her? Did you know her? I school? did. Yeah, yeah. We were in a show together, and we were friends. And then we connected a few times after after high school and after college. And certainly out here, we have. Um, and before she was Heather Dubrow, I think I did a pilot with her and Jenny McCarthy years ago. Oh, wow. Um, and we reconnected over a lot of our high school stories. But, uh, yeah, she was a little younger than I, than I am was, um, just a little Heather, <laughs> just <laughs> a little, I love those sort of random um, fun facts yeah. right there. I want to put you on the spot real quick with quick questions, quick answers. All right. Oh, go to karaoke song. Um, 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 summer love and f- summer heat from Greece. From Greece, from Greece. You need somebody to sing it with. Though. I know. You can't, well, you- I can sing both parts. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'm sure you could, but then it's, you know, it's a different, it's a, it's a whole solo. different take. Exactly. Different take. <laughs> Least favorite word. Um, God, I don't know. It doesn't know. have to be that quick. You can take <laughs> I can take a second. Least favorite word. Um, I've got a couple of least favorite expressions like it is what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the oh my God. People like to just put the button on oh, no. it. Expressions, I can tell you tons. I hate. Okay. Give that's me, what give I'm me talking a couple about. expressions. This, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. <laughs> I can't stand that. And I also hate lately. Everyone says, there you go. Hey, there so, you go. That's another one. There someone you go. says something That's to you right. like, there you go. I'm like, well, there, what? There, there it goes. You asked me something and I said something. He said, there you go. Yeah, I, I, don't love that. I love that one. I also hate the word bored and boring. My kids say it all the time. I'm bored. I'm like, kid, if you are bored, given what you have. Right. I say it you're every too young, too. You're too young. And only boring people are bored. I mean, only boring people are bored. So my kids are like, then I'm boring. Yes. <laughs> well, that's not okay. I would also add the aggressive use of the word like, 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 oh, yeah. like, like, Me oh my too. gosh, like, <laughs> or kind of anything that is sort of a qualifier, <laughs> kind of, we sort of went to this place. Did you go to the place or you sort of went to the place? Like, were you in the parking lot? Right. You didn't actually enter the restaurant. Right. Sort of, kind of. <laughs> like everything is sort of a qualifier so that you didn't sort you didn't really have the experience or do anything right you just that's what i'm talking about <laughs> there, there, you go. Go. there you go there you go there you go next one go to weapon in a, in a 24 legacy emergency Go-to weapon is my mouse. Point and click. <laughs> you can point and click your way to a drone exploding almost anybody. Yeah, yeah. I'd say a mouse. Time travel destination. Oh. Uh, time travel destination. I think I'd want to go back to the seventies, right in the heart of, of, of peace, love, and a different time and pre our current situation. At this point in time, I would almost have time travel in either direction outside of where we are right now, but that's just me. I always say the seventies too, specifically late seventies disco era. Really? Yes. I was going to say early seventies. I can roll with the early seventies too. Yeah. Yeah. 
but I really like that. Disco. He wants to hit the parties. At the I want to hit decade. that whole parties and that. Uh, and can and we be the music? And, yeah, that's true. You know, actually, like yeah, disco. <laughs> You're right. Studio Fifty Four. Go right back into that. Right there for yeah. just a good week. Okay. <laughs> Who plays you in your life story? Oh, Ryan Gosling. Duh. <laughs> duh. That's obvious. It's already in the works. <laughs> in my head. In the meanwhile, you can watch 24 Legacy Mondays on Fox, and you can follow him on Twitter at Dan Pugatinsky. Thanks yes. for stopping by. And who by. do you think you are on TLC on Sunday nights? Yes, it, Sunday nights, which you will soon be seeing Mario Lopez. Oh, God willing. <laughs> Thank you so much. On with Mario Lopez. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.